If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. <sighs> we did it. I still can't believe we got this project done so fast and so well. When I'm in New York. I'm in Chicago. And I'm in L.A. But we're making it happen in Miro. Together. Our best work just happens faster on Miro's collaborative online whiteboard. No more scheduling meeting after meeting for work that could happen from anywhere. Whether it's getting design feedback here, mapping timelines here, or brainstorming next steps here. It all just happens on the Miro board. Exactly. And it's nice not having to wait an entire day to get sign off from this guy. Hey! Well, it is true. See how Miro users save up to 80 hours every year by meeting less and doing more. Get on board at Miro.com. The first three boards are free forever. That's M-I-R-O.com. Ladies and gentlemen, tuned in to a new episode. Music is love language. I'm your host, Clint Coley. Girls Dem Sugar. Uh, you're not the, I'm not the Girls Dem Sugar no more. My bad, man. I'm Coach Clint. Uh, I am... Uh, People's champion, hardest working man in show business, blah, 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 blah. All right. Um, I'm on live uh, talking to my people. Um, We're going to discuss Tupac and Biggie today. I want to start the conversation off with this. In basketball and football and baseball, right? Especially basketball. We always argue who is the greatest players of all time. Ladies, if you listen to this podcast, you hear guys, we always arguing, oh, it's Kobe, it's Mike, it's, it's Shaq, it's Wilt, it's this guy, it's Magic, it's LeBron. Like, we're always arguing the top five, right? But the reason why we always constantly have this conversation is because as, as time evolves, people, or people, people get better, people creep in your top five, or top 10, and if somebody creeps into your top 10, you have to take somebody out. Let's, you see where I'm going with this. Steph Curry just won a championship. He is now in the conversation. Two people. I'm not, I'm not here to debate this. But I'm hearing conversations that Steph Curry is the greatest point guard of all time. They have facts to back this up. They can prove this in their opinion. Not to say that I agree or disagree, but what I'm saying is if he's the greatest, then that means that somebody has to be taken off that pedestal for him to be the greatest. That's what I feel about my top five in hip hop. If you would ask me my top five in 2005, I was 18 years old. Tupac Shakur and Biggie would absolutely make the list. But in 2022, you're asking me who the top five greatest rappers of all time is. Tupac and Biggie are no longer on my list. They've been replaced. They are Woody from Toy Story. Yes. Because as time goes on, people get better. People start, start having, having more different thoughts. You got to accept greatness for what it is. You can't sit here and stay in the past of what was great. You got to continue to move forward. I cannot tell the story of hip-hop 
without Tupac Shakur and the Notorious B.I.G. That is a fact. They are legends. They have classic albums. We won't dispute that. But again, in 2005, if you ask me who my favorite, who the greatest rappers were, they both were in the conversation. Now, it's 2022. There are people, in my opinion, who have surpassed them. They are no longer the, 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 in my top five anymore. For me, you guys can debate that. You guys can have that conversation with if you want. If Tupac, I would not even, here's the thing. I wouldn't disagree with you that both of those rappers are both top five rappers of all time. If they're both in your top five or you got one of them in your top five, I'm not disagreeing with you. You're not wrong. I'm telling you for Clint Coley, in 2022, I've learned that there are rappers who are better than Tupac Shakur and Biggie Smalls. Now the question is, let's get into my top five and let's figure out well, what, what do you got to do to make Clint's top five? What type of rapper do you have to be to make Clint Coley's top five? When I talk top five greatest rappers, I'm letting you know now, I include the total package. I include the total package. I include lyrics. I include hits. I include classic albums. I include your touring and your stage and your and your and your and your and your and your and your, and your live performances. And did you influence another generation? I'm not talking about artists. Do people grow up and say, I want to be like this person? That's how you get in my top five. And I have five rappers who have done that in hip-hop history for me more than Biggie and more than Tupac. My top five is as follows. Because I know y'all on the edge of the seat. Well, who, who's in your top five? Walk with me. My top five is this is the following. Top five greatest rappers. I'm just going to keep doing it. I'm fucking with y'all. Top five greatest rappers for me. Jay-Z. Nas. Kanye West. Kendrick Lamar. Drake. Yeah. I said it. That's my top five. To me, those are the top five greatest rappers of all time. When I tell you everything, I told you, I think lyrics, classic albums, influence, impact, live performance, the total package, hits, all of that. Those are my five. Most of y'all are like, I can't argue that. Now, yes, can we insert others and take out others? Absolutely. This is a subjective podcast. There is no right or wrong. But that's how I that's how I quantify my top five. And I'll go down each rapper and tell you why Biggie Smalls and Tupac. First of all, let's go with this. Let's start with this. Why are Biggie Smalls and Tupac or the Notorious B.I.G. and Tupac out of my top five? I'll start with the Notorious B.I.G. He had two albums. Whether you want it, like, listen, he was in my top five. Those two albums were, were better than a lot of other niggas' albums, but that was in 2005. It's 2022. There's some people, there's some albums 
that have come out since 2005 that I've been like, yo, amen, yeah, yes, yes. He has two albums. He does not have longevity. Biggie Smalls was active from 1992 to about 1997. Really, to be correct, if we want to be honest, and when I say active, 92, I think that's when he made unsigned hype in the source. But we all know around 94 is when he caught fire and the rest was history. But he had a three-year period. There are rappers who have had a longer, all those rappers that I've named have been at either the top or near the top of their sport since in, in a longer time span and have more albums. Every rapper that I named has more than one classic album, just like the Notorious B.I.G. does. He has two. We'll give him, we'll give him Ready to Die. We'll give him Life After Death. But every rapper that I just named has two, at least two classic albums under their belt. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Okay. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Tupac, why is he not in my top five? I'm going to be honest with you. I never felt Tupac like that. Part of it is personal. I can admit that. I never felt Tupac like that. I always thought Tupac was a fraud. I honestly thought he was the one of the biggest frauds in hip-hop history. I never felt him. I never believed him. That's number one. Number two... The second reason, Tupac, we got to do the same thing with classic albums and longevity. Tupac's first album dropped in 1993, Tupacalypse Now, right? Nobody revered, nobody says Tupac, Tupacalypse Now as a classic album, and it's not. Then they were strictly for my niggas. Had some dope singles, it's not a classic album either. Me Against the World, Beautiful album. Might say that's a classic. I'm good with that. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. The Machiavelli, Don Kaluman, whatever that, the Machiavelli shit, that wasn't, that wasn't a classic album. To you it might be, but let's be real. And then, of course, the double disc joint, the all eyes on me joint. Okay, now we're cooking. We're cooking. After that, Tupac passes away. That's the end of that. Yeah, you could give me all his posthumous stuff, but that doesn't count. Yes, he had albums after that because he had so much unreleased music, but those albums didn't do nothing to me. You guys can argue amongst yourselves about that. That's personal. Again, I'm here, we talking, I don't want to say we talking facts, but I'm talking how I feel and why he's not in my top five. Now, again, he was in my top five. He was. I, I recognize what he's done for the culture. I recognize that he's influenced an entire generation, both him and Biggie. As a matter of fact, without Biggie, you don't get Jay-Z and a lot of other guys. That's facts. We understand that. But there comes a time when the teacher surpasses, when the student surpasses the teacher, there comes a time where the student surpasses the teacher. 
That's what happens in my top five. Let's keep talking. So now let's get to the guys on the list. Let's get to the guys I mentioned on the list. Let's start with Jay-Z. I don't think I have to justify why Jay-Z's in my top five. He's not my favorite rapper. But to me, when it comes to everything that I've named, he's done it more than once. When Jay-Z talks, the world stops. If Jay-Z says tomorrow I'm dropping a new album, I'm dropping a new album, the world stops. Not the world, maybe, you know, I mean, but you get what I'm saying. The community, we, we, we are listening. And of course, we're going Grady. Oh, well, Jay- he also has the classic albums to go with it. Now, here's what's so versatile and so great about Jay-Z. Number one, let's be, let's be clear. Let's be clear. We argue what order we put Jay-Z's album in, albums in. Think about that. We argue about what order do you put Jay-Z's album in. All his albums. We put, we'd be like, yo, does he, is it, is it, is it, is is reasonable? Like that's how great Jay-Z is. We Jay-Z is so great that we literally argue which which is his best album and which is his worst album. And what's crazy is, which people, some people say is different, his worst album is still better than a lot of niggas' best album. That's what that's 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 a legend. So I'm gonna tell y'all for me, yeah, and I probably y'all like, oh well, Clint, which what's your best Jay-Z album? My best Jay-Z album to me, Jay-Z's best album is the blueprint. To me, I don't think that's a wild take. Again, we can debate reasonable doubt, whatever, blah, blah, blah. To me, his best album to me, peak Jay-Z, 100% where I'm getting, where I'm I, I'm grading out at A, A, he had A production, A lyrics, A, like, we talking across the board and impact. First of all, man, I, bruh, I remember, this is, this is what makes the blueprint so beautiful to me. I remember where I was the first time I heard it. I was in my friend Malik's basement. It was me, my man Malik, Mo, and my boy Kaleem had the bootleg, brought it over. And bro, we just could not stop listening. I remember, and the first song that I really was like, oh, he ain't playing, was Heart of the City. <sighs> Jesus Christ, man. I'm in this, I'm, I'm now, I just, I just went back to his basement. That's why it's his best album. Then we can go from there. So, okay. That's why Jay-Z's in my, in, my, in my top five. Okay. Nas. I can be honest with y'all. Nas is in my top five for personal reasons. I can, I can, I can honestly say that if y'all had to take somebody out my top five, I understand why Nas would be out. Nas had a period where we like, when Nas missed, he missed badly. That's a fact. See, that's the thing with Nas. So when he was, when, when Nas was, when Nas hits, you feel it. When Nas miss, whoo. Hip hop heads, you know what I'm talking about. Motherfucker couldn't select beats. Motherfucker, like it was, it was awful for a time being. 
But when he was on, when you hear Illmatic and you hear it was written and you hear Stillmatic and you hear King's Disease, King's Disease 2, and, and Ma first of all, what Nas has done recently, are we going to talk about that? That's where he, so I'm going to be honest with you. He almost left my top five before he decided to come out with three, three bona fide fire projects. Nas getting with Hit Boy was the formula. Nas and Hit Boy is whatever dynamic duo you can think of. Shaq and Kobe, uh, Keenan and Kel, motherfucker peanut butter and jelly. That is Nas and Hit Boy. That's a duo. They are, that's, that's a duo. I mean, I, that's, woo. I mean, Hit Boy at the guard, Nas is at the three. One, two punch. Mm, mm. That's what they've been doing lately. But before that, Nas, I, oh, and I liked Life Was Good. Life Is Good is a good album. I want y'all, if you know, Life Is Good, I, I stand behind that. I guarantee that. But yes, Nas is, I can I can genuinely say that Nasir Jones, I'm okay with removing him. If y'all like Clamp, if you had to take somebody out to top five, who would it be? It'd probably be Nas. But I can understand that's a personal bias for me. But I like him over Tupac and I like him over Biggie Smalls. Career-wise, longevity-wise. Like, let's stop with this, oh, they died, blah, 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 blah. Listen. We don't, Aaliyah, Aaliyah passed. There's nothing you can do about it. Big L passed. Left Eye passed. Marvin Gaye passed. Donnie Hathaway passed. We're not saying we can't tell the music, the, the story without these people, but also you got to realize like, yo, Pete, you know, if we have to equate it to NBA fellas, fellas, I'm talking to you real quick. Ladies, not saying you don't know NBA, but y'all know who Pistol Pete is? If you do, kudos to you. Pistol Pete died. You know, Lynn Bias died. You know, baseball, Roberto Clemente died. And baseball, Lou Gehrig. Sandy, not Sandy Koufax. In football, Gail Sayers. Roy Campin, like these people died. Thurman Munson, like these guys passed before they could be really, we could see what they could do. Amy Winehouse. But we can't, we can't not, we can't, that doesn't mean that people don't move forward and who've gotten better. Let's go to my number three. My number three is Kanye West. Number three is Kanye West. Kanye West honestly might be number two or number one. He has that, he's that dynamic. Problem is for me, Kanye, when he missed, I think he missed. One feeling Jesus. One feeling Jesus at all. I wasn't feeling him. Let's, you know what? You know what? I, you know, sometimes we talk about music and emotions and blah, blah, blah. And I notice a lot of people argue with me with emotions and stuff like that. And for me, or not argue with me, but you debate music with me emotionally. But now I'm really sitting here and I'm saying to myself, like, yo, Kanye pissed me the fuck off. Like, like, you know, I, the, the, those, like, these, those antics, it doesn't impact your legacy musically, but it does impact how somebody feels about you when they're making a list like this. 
We can be honest. That's what this is for. But I do think Kanye West is in the top five greatest rappers of all time. Let's start here with the why he is. Name me a three-album run that's better than college dropout, late registration, and graduation. Name me three hip hop. Name me an artist who made three albums like that back to back to back. Who did that? Name me three artists that went on a three piece. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Again, fellas, I'm back to sports. Shaq and Kobe lives forever because of three-peating. Outside of Kobe going back-to-back and Shaq went another one, they're best known for the three-peat. The three-peat. Jordan three-peated twice. Kanye West three-peated. Name me a better three-album, a better three-album journey than that. Especially the first three. Jay-Z didn't even have three hits in a row to me. Album hits. Let's be real. The Blueprint came out. He followed that up with the best of both worlds. He also followed that up with, if you want to just hit, say his album, The Blueprint 2. Decent at best. Now, he redeemed himself when he put out the Black Album, but that's neither here nor there. I said three albums in a row. Volume 1, Volume 2, Volume 3. Black album. If you want to start there, what do you do after that? Kingdom Come. Kanye three-peated. Am I, yo, am I, listen, man. Am I not talking? I'm speaking facts. Come on, let's have this conversation. Let's talk. Kanye three-peated. On top of him three-peating, then the crazy thing is, the crazy thing about Kanye is, after the three-peat, people regard his best album as my dark and twisted fantasy. So even after he three-peated, to me, or to people, he, he put out his best work after that. After that. And then also... During the time Kanye was 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 doing his thing, he had severe competition he was going up against. He was going up against Lil Wayne, who was actually in my top 10 and was in my top five. 
He was in my top five. Lil Wayne, Dwayne Carter was in my top five. After Nas, Nas had to go. I'm sorry, he was in my top five. Drake replaced him. We'll get to that later. The fourth rapper is Kendrick Lamar. I think Kendrick Lamar, it's more the impact. And it's more the, he resur- I, I live in LA and I witnessed what I'm, it's, I'm witnessing the birth of, like, he's, I don't know if he's as beloved as Snoop, but like, Kendrick Lamar is gold on this coast and everywhere else. Kendrick Lamar is also the voice of a movement or of a of the Black Lives Matter movement, to be honest with you. He is the voice of that. On top of that, Kendrick Lamar has two, at least two classic albums. I'm going to go on a, I'm going to go on a, uh, on a limb and say three. No, it was not Mr. Morrell and the Big Stepper or whatever you call that. I, Kendrick could have kept that. But Damn was exactly what the title was. Damn. Like Kendrick Lamar's Damn, Damn, Damn. To Pimp a Butterfly. And let's not forget, man, he also has a, and, and, and he also has a, a classic mixtape. And yes, Good Kid, Mad City's a classic too. But Section 80, like, that's what separated him from everybody else. That's what that's what separated him. Kendrick Lamar and lyrically has been the, has been one of the best in this era. You cannot tell the story of hip hop without Kendrick Lamar. He resurrected an entire coast during a time when we weren't him. I mean, yes, there was other rappers that that had something to do with it, including must, you know, but he really like, bruh. There's something to be said for that. I gotta respect that. Let's keep talking. The final entry for my top five is Drizzy Drake. I am not a Drake fan. Do I think Drake makes great music? Yes. But you can't be the number one artist for over a decade and we don't think you're in the top five. You can sit here and tell me, oh, well, he ain't write all his raps. Everybody on that list borrows something from somebody. Everybody. Jay-Z, blah, blah. Yeah, everybody. Everybody. Now, was it as blatant as Drake? No, but let's be real. Drake can rap, and, and when he was writing his raps, or when we heard him writing his raps, he was killing it. So let's not do that. The man can rap. The man has iconic songs. The man has... Uh, he. He has a classic album and a classic mixtape that was received as an album. You cannot tell the story of hip-hop without Drake. That's, that's just the bottom line. You can't deny his impact. You can't deny his influence. This man has done everything. But we're, we're on recency bias. And let's get back to that. Because let's be honest. If Drake and Jay-Z decided to really be like you know let's be on some ego shit let's put some money down and let's do a versus you guys are telling me that he can't hang he might win he could win 
I might go on a limb and say he would win. Not to say that the verses is what makes, but it's just the it's the it's the testament of yo, Drake, Drake can go one on one with anybody. With anybody. Kanye, that's what that's where that number one slot, I'm gonna be honest with you. Drake, Kanye, and Jay-Z can fight over that number one spot. Sort of like in basketball. I told y'all. Well, I didn't tell y'all this. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this. To me, the greatest basketball player is Michael Jordan. To me. If you looked me in my eyes and told me that LeBron James is the best basketball player, I would not disagree with you. I have, I, I have, I wouldn't agree, but I would not say you're wrong for saying that. So I say that to say, again, we gotta be objective with these comments. Gotta be objective with these takes. We have to be objective with what we're with 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 with, with what we're saying. And I'm being objective. I am not a Drake fan, but he is in the conversation for the number one spot, whether you like it or not. Now, let's get back to the matter, though. Tupac and Biggie. Nobody's telling them that we're going to, nobody's telling y'all that we're going to leave Tupac and Biggie out of the conversation of hip-hop. You cannot do that. You cannot tell the story of, of hip-hop, rap, whatever, without the notorious B.I.G. and Tupac. But to me, the same way you can't tell the story of the NBA without George Mikan. You can't tell the story of the NBA without George Mikan. But guess what? Is he in any of you motherfuckers' top fives? No. No. Do you know why? Because he's old. And there were players who surpassed him. That doesn't make him any less great. But there are players who surpassed him. So that's my take on why I, Tupac and Biggie aren't in my top five. There are players, in my opinion, who have surpassed them. That's just the way the cookie crumbles. If we're going back to the inception of hip-hop, if you ask older people, if you ask guys who's in their 50s who the greatest rappers are, they're going to tell you Big Daddy Kane. They're going to tell you Rakim. They're going to tell you Melly Mel. Blah, 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 blah. I'm not saying those guys weren't great, especially Big Daddy Kane. The name is Big Daddy, you know, as in your father. So when you hear a Def Ron, believe that I'm the offer. Come on, man. I grab the mic and make him CZ evaporate. The party people say, damn, that rap is great. That's my man. But, hey, man, he's been surpassed. He's been surpassed. Rakim, he's been surpassed. Let's, like, come on. Chuck D, KRS-One, come on, dog. They've been passed. You have to pass the torch. My dad always told me, he says, Clint, I want you to be better than me. That's how this is supposed to happen. We want to see people. We want. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. I want to see these records broken. Tom Brady 
It's the greatest quarterback of all time, in my opinion. But to these old cats who ain't watching the same football you we watching, apparently, feels like it's still Joe Montana or feels like it's still Terry Bradshaw or John Elway or Brett Favre. No. I hear you. There's a new sheriff in town. And he will be for a long time. There's new sheriffs in hip-hop. Tupac and Biggie were great. Tupac and Biggie have solidified their status in the hip-hop hall of fame whenever we create one. Tupac and Biggie are cemented in the culture. And we also can't sit here and say that we don't get these top five rappers without them. Just like without Dr. J, we don't get Michael Jordan. Without Dr. J, we don't get Magic Johnson. But the teacher, I mean, I'm sorry, the student surpasses the teacher. So I want y'all to really think about that. Here's my criteria. Again, my criteria for the top five. And I want to know, what's your criteria for, for, for getting in your top five? To be in your top five, you, to be in your top five, what does a rapper have to do? What do you take it? What do you what do you take into account of? What do you factor in? I told you, for me, it's the lyrics, it's the hits, it's the albums. It's the impact. It's the influence. You got all five things. We can have the conversation. You have a legitimate reason for being in the top five. You have all five of those. So Lil Wayne, he's in your top five. I feel you. Eminem, he's in your top five. I understand. Rakim, he's in your top five. I get it. Andre 3000, he's in your top five. We can talk. And anybody that you put in your top five, that's your top five. You can have whoever you want. But when you talking to me and telling me that, yo, Clint, that's a wild take. Tupac and Biggie not in your top five. And it's like, yo, that's no diss to them. Nobody said they couldn't rap. But what I'm saying is, since they've been gone, there have been people and rappers who've surpassed them. When Biggie Smalls died and when Tupac Shakur died, Jay-Z was not in anybody's top five rappers of all time. If we take a time capsule to March 10th, 1997, as a matter of fact, let's, let's do that. It's 1997. Hip-hop has now been around for about 20 years. A lot of people say 77 was when hip-hop came out. But the hip-hop is, let's just say it's been around for 20 years. It's March 10th, 1997. As a matter of fact, you know, we're not going to be that messed up. Because like, we're not going to talk about this the day after he died. It is June 20th, 1997. It's my birthday. I'm 10. I'm 10 years old. Right? But we're not going to pretend I'm 10. We're going to pretend at that age I'm 25. Who are the top five greatest rappers of all time in 1997? By 1997. Tupac is in there. Biggie Smalls is in there. Snoop Dogg is in there. KRS-One is in there. Rakim, Big Daddy Kane, whoever. Whoever else. 
But outside of Tupac and Biggie, come on, yo. A lot of cats is not what you think it is. You wouldn't dare look me in my... Like, records are meant to be broken. That's how I feel. Oh, we forgot about... I mean, 97. Ice Cube was in that conversation, too. Ice Cube is definitely in that conversation. But again, objective takes, man. Objective takes. Objective takes. That's where we at with this podcast. Before I leave this podcast and this episode, I want y'all, if you can, hear me out. I'm embarking on a new journey with this podcast, Music is a Love Language. I'm having fun every time I come on here talking music with y'all because we can do this all day. All I ask y'all to do is just if you listen to the podcast and you fuck with this, yo, put somebody on the same way you put on, put somebody on the advice from a fuckboy. Y'all were quick to share when I was talking nonsense and talking, talking disrespect. I want y'all to be just as quick to share. We're not shit. This isn't positivity. But fellas... Let's be real. This is the cheat code. This is the cheat code. Fellas, you see, see, y'all think I'm look, fellas, hold on. Let me let me let me help you out. Fellas, if you're smart, you'd put a young lady on this podcast. You'd be like, yo, I'm trying to talk. Like a, a woman that you're trying to talk to. Fellas, a woman that you're trying to talk to. What you do is you send her this podcast. Yo, what you think of what he said? Now it's time to debate music. Now you have a conversation starter. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, come on, man. You try to talk to your young lady. You don't know how. You don't know where to start with the conversation. You start with this podcast. You send her this podcast. You say, "Yo, what do you think? Is Tupac and Biggie in your top five? Now y'all, now, y'all not arguing, but y'all got something to talk about, and you know how each other thinks. I'm still Coach Clint. I'm still Coach Clint. Come on, fellas. I'm still the coach. But for real, though, share this podcast, man. I'd really appreciate it. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for laughing. This podcast is over. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.